0: Amen. Do have a seat. And I believe the the youth are going out to their group with Sam, so feel free to uh, wander out. But as the youth uh, group leaves, um, let's just bow our heads as we come to the Word of God this morning. Heavenly Father, at this time, we need your Word more than ever we need the reassuring reminder of the truth of the gospel that there is a king of kings and a lord of lords that reigns over not just our country or this realm but over the whole universe speak to us now father words we need to hear and comfort us in our grief. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It was wonderful to hear just briefly some tributes to our Queen from Richard and Veronica. Perhaps you've been having the BBC on on the background, or the radio or the TV for the past few days, just hearing endless testimonies to what an amazing unique, remarkable, wonderful queen uh, that Elizabeth was. And not just from people in our country, but across the Commonwealth, across the world, all over. People have only got good things and good memories to say of the queen. I'm not sure there are many lives that can affect the world like our queen has. You know, there have been many great rulers that have come and gone, but very few can say that they have come and gone with such uniqueness of life that was popular with everyone, that was also a reign without fault or frailty or failing. Many leaders come and go based on votes. When they get too unpopular, they go. Other leaders hold on to power with force or fear or are eventually removed by force. Few can have such a reign like the Queen had that remained popular and was not controlled or forced upon us through intimidation or fear a wonderful, wonderful witness she has been to what true leadership and monarchy should be like. I just want to spend a few moments reflecting on one reason I think it was such a remarkable life, and I'm going to talk about her faith, that I think it was her Christian beliefs and the influence of Jesus on her life, the touch of God, if you like, that made it, that made her reign uh, so incredible. And so like Jesus's. I just want to draw upon a few similarities. First of all, I want to draw attention to her remarkable humility. Already we've heard um, testimonies of how many people have met the Queen. She must have met... Hundreds of thousands of people in her time. And no matter who speaks about their encounter with her, most people remark about how she made them feel. That she was never too important for them. You know, she must have been in many um, events with all kinds of high flyers. And people demanding, more demanding of attention. You know how when you're in a, a crowded place and you're always looking for who you you want to talk to, etc. Apparently, everyone used to say, if she was talking to you, if you were in front of her, you were the only person in the room. And it didn't matter whether you were a king or a queen, a prime minister or an MP, even if you were the most lowly of people, she would focus on you. You were important. And this a passage we just heard from Romans speaks about that it, it really touched me when i thought of this passage in relation to the queen for uh, it says here verse 3 for by the grace given me i say to every one of you do not think of yourself more highly than you ought but rather think of yourself with sober judgment do not think of yourself more highly than you ought the queen had every reason To feel highly of herself. There was no one higher. (laughs) And yet she gave off this impression that she never thought too highly of herself. She was not too important for anyone. Or just to look down at uh, verse 16. Where the Apostle Paul says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. No one ever said of the queen that she was conceited or too proud to meet anyone in her country or nation or anyone in the world. Never too proud. In this way she was like Christ. Wasn't Jesus like that? The king of heaven who is used to being in the company of angels and saints and the father in the heavenly realms yet was not too proud or too conceited to then come and hang out with us lot she the queen got that from Jesus because not every ruler is like that in fact not all of us are like that but she was secondly she resembled christ in the longevity of her reign i think it's been commented commentated several times that she was the longest reigning monarch of our country and the second longest reign in the history of the world i think there was someone else who beat her to the post but pretty long and most of us cannot remember a time before she was queen some of us have maybe have slight memories of the last king dying, but most of us, for most of our lives, she has been a constant, always there. And actually that's provided a, an incredible sense of reassuring um, consistency of our country and our life. She's always been there. No matter ups and downs, you can say, well, the queen's there, she's in her palace somewhere. Still the same, never changing. And that's actually allowed us those of us who live in this country and maybe further afield, to almost have kind of like a freedom and a courage in our own lives. Knowing she's there allows us to live freely and courageously. I thought about um, maybe the first time children leave home to go off to work or go off to university or whatever it is that children who know that they've got a stable home that they can always return to, their parents are there or whatever, they've got some stability in their lives, frees them up to go and live and have adventures and be brave in life and to confront the world. I think the Queen did that for all of us for a long, long time and has brought many blessings because of it, the longevity of her reign. But of course, no matter how long someone lives it does come to an end but in this way she still points to Christ
1: because the scriptures
0: say that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever the longevity of the reign of Jesus will never end and that should remind us that we can live freely bravely courageously we can go out into this dark world and bring lots of good and light because we know that he is still there and will always be there thirdly i think the queen resembles the reign of christ in her reach in the reach in the across the world in the impact that she had For most of us, um, the reach and impact that we have on life might be fairly limited. Most of us get to know maybe a hundred people in our community, or maybe through our work we impacted our colleagues and a certain amount of people or things. Some of us might have had quite a big impact on the world, but I think very few people have had the kind of reach and impact on the world that the Queen did probably more than anyone else, at least in this lifetime. Everyone from leaders to politicians to charity workers to um, nations across from all over the world. The Queen has touched so many lives. Whether she spent two minutes with someone that meant the world to them or maybe she had a weekly meeting with a prime minister that impacted them her reach is far-reaching her impact is far-reaching most of us wouldn't be able to cope with that I can cope with about two or three things in my day she probably coped with hundreds of things in her day and hundreds of things in her week and year I think that's a supernatural thing because it's just not possible for one person humanly speaking to impact that many lives unless somehow for the good unless somehow heaven's touches upon them. But Christ was like that. Jesus had time for everyone, the individuals, and yet somehow had an impact and still has an impact on millions of lives all around the world. It's almost like the life of Jesus is inexhaustible. It doesn't matter how many people come to him, he has time. He never tires. He never gets fed up with us. He always has energy and attention and care for the matters of the whole world and he still continues to make an impact. The Queen, in some sense, is only a fraction of the kind of life that is stored in Jesus, that Jesus gave to someone like the Queen, and that he gives to all of us. Finally, the Queen resembled Christ in her sacrifice. In her sacrifice. Most of us uh, do our jobs in life uh, for a limited time, and mostly only because we're ever paid to do it. (laughs) We spend our lives working in order to get to our place of rest, in order to retire, in order to get round to the things we wanted to do. We work to make money so that we can do the things that we've always wanted to do in our lives. But you never got that sense with the Queen. She didn't retire. She kept going. And you never got the sense that she only did her duty and the things that she did because she was being paid to. He didn't get that sense. I think what spoke so much of this was that only two days before she died, she was welcoming the new Prime Minister. And I don't know if you saw those photos. She wasn't curled up in a bed or sitting in a chair. She was up, dressed, her hair was done. She looked like She was ready to help and welcome the new prime minister. She was there for the nation. She was there for this lady taking up new office. She could have made it about herself. She was dying. She was dying. But she didn't want to make it about her. She continued to serve out of love and dedication and commitment to her people. That's a sacrifice, a sacrifice she made her entire life and her entire reign. But of course that only points to the kind of sacrifice that our Lord and Saviour Jesus made. And that he still makes. Jesus made that once for all sacrifice on the cross and he didn't do it because he was paid to do it. He didn't do it because he was forced to do it or felt obliged to do it. Jesus went to the cross because he loved his people. Because he was glad to give up his life to serve those who needed him. Never a thought for himself. Never pitying himself. Never saying, oh, this is too much. I need a break. These people are too difficult. Never a whiff of that. Jesus sacrificed himself utterly and he still does. He still lives in heaven, reigning over all creation to serve his people, for the good of his people, for the growth of the kingdom, to bless this world, to bring good about. And he never has a thought of retirement. Our queen showed us that. And that's why... I think the Queen, I think her wishes would be not that our nation suddenly crumbles now that she's gone. She wouldn't want that because she knew her life was pointing to the King, Christ. And I, I think she would want us to believe that actually we're stronger even now that she's gone. Because now she has to pass the baton on to another, not only King Charles, but she wants to point to the King Jesus, who will always be there for you. And I think that has to be the legacy of her life. Not that things crumble, but that we all turn to Jesus in faith like she did. So let's do that now, as we turn to prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the example of Christ that our Queen set, set out in her life and in her reign. May the legacy of her life not be that we utterly, utterly trusted in her or the monarchy, but that we trust in Christ, the very thing her life set out to achieve. We thank you, Father, for the many blessings we received through her reign and now we also then give you thanks for the many eternal blessings we receive in and through the reign of Christ both our Lord and Saviour but also the Queen's Lord and Saviour. Amen. Amen.